This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. The element of open and transparent networks and secondary markets is going to enable that growth and that whole sort of behavior that we haven't seen with traditional content since 2008 when Instagram came out, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the ability to tokenize your content and have the secondary market of being able to flip content, right? And for viewers in in audiences or AK collectors, as we like to call them in Web3, to have upside, like you said, as a content creator grows, as an individual yep. grows, as their as their craft progresses over time. Like I wonder if I was if I was smart enough and, and aware enough to tokenize season one as season one was happening of the podcast, right? And I did that consistently over seasons. I continuously think about like what would those be worth, or like how would how yeah. would the culture value those, those those collectibles, those digital collectibles? Um, I'm not sure, but one thing that I want I do want to experiment with war is is tokenizing podcast episodes. I've done those in the past, and the community has tended to like it. They they find this affinity and this level of of uh, alignment with it as they tell me that this episode got me into music NFTs, and that's why I collected mm. it. And they have this certain co- this connection with that piece of content. So exactly. Actually, why not make it collectible? But then, Roberto, I struggle with understanding like what is the balance between tokenizing every episode and diluting the quantity mm-hmm. of 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 your work, right? Not necessarily the quality, but the quantity of your work, and finding the balance between issuing twenty five editions, fifty editions, a hundred editions, you know, wh- whatever whatever it it may be. You know, how do you how do you think about that balance? What do you yeah, think it should be? That's a great question because ultimately like scarcity and supply is key, right? And the onus sort of is on the individual creator to figure out what that balance is. Um, Cause you're right. If you flood the market, if you dilute it, it also doesn't become as desirable. And desirability ultimately is, is key, right? Just basic supply and demand. Um, and so I, I think it's, it's um, up to the discretion of the creator. But I, I also think there's like a really interesting Man, there's a lot of opportunity to get creative with this, right? So when I'm thinking about podcast uh, NFTs, you know, maybe there's like different tiers. You know, maybe it's, maybe the base tier gets you access uh, on your website to uh, additional content, right? Maybe like on, on this one, there's a blooper reel, you know, and you can like put out the blooper reel only to the people that own that NFT. But more than that, something that I've been thinking about is like you have sponsors, you know, I'm sure for this podcast, it's like what if... Um, if you own five tokens or 10 tokens or whatever it is, you get a one minute spot in this podcast. If you own 20, you get a two minute spot. If you, you see what I mean? And so I think there's a lot of room also to get creative with it, um, to generate a lot more demand uh, for these tokens as well. Well, that's how that's mint monetization, like strategy. Like I oh, sell amazing. sponsorship NFTs, right? Yeah. Oh, and, got it. And, got it. And brands collect my, my, my NFTs. And with that, the utility is getting access to the mint network. Right. Mm. I've done that since season one because I believe that you can't token gate a wire transfer. Right. And it's not a really a belief. It's just fact. Like you can't right, token right. gate a wire transfer. But if they, if you have the brand collector collectible, then they essentially buy into your community and that's represented on chain. And then everybody else that collects the season six or season seven NFTs at the end of the, at the end of the season for participating and listening, the brand sort of aligns with that army of listeners, you know? And then down the line, as I figure out what the Mint network looks like, right, and I can intertwine all these these touch points, these digital touch yeah. points, yeah. intertwine not only like existing sponsors but previous sponsors, you know, because they have this this non transferable NFT in their wallet that has no secondary value, only its primary value, and uh, see where it goes. 
I love it. I think that's brilliant. And again, like that's what really excites me. It's like, there's so much room to get really, really creative with it. Um, so that's awesome, man. Like kudos to you for pioneering that model. What's up guys. Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.